Owning a home is still the American dream, but it comes with plenty of emotional and financial challenges. Join real estate broker Ron Evans each week as he shares the latest industry and local real estate market news through interviews with other agents and industry professionals. If you're confused about today's real estate market or just want to understand the home buying and selling process, this show is for you. Here's your host, Ron Evans. Hey again, everybody. This is Ron Evans, and this is my Real Estate 101 uh, YouTube channel and podcast. And this is the time of the week that I like to come and bring some articles to the light, to light that um, have come across that are real estate related. Um, they are not necessarily Orange County related or even California related. Um, so they're typically things that you can read about, hear about, listen about, and uh, engage them in your current market where you are nationwide. If you do hear any statistics that come up uh, that are California or Orange County statistics and you don't live here, just make note of it and then look up your own statistics in your area and see if the trends uh, are follow similar paths where you're at. But let's just dive right in. Um, if at any time you have questions or anything, just drop a comment um, and I'll give you some other contact information at the end. But let's get rolling. So this um, I thought was a fantastic article, basically because with the pandemic or the one, one thing that the pandemic has taught us, especially in real estate, is that we're not stuck where we live anymore. You know, if you've got a job, if you've got a good job, you maybe you want to go live in another city or live in another state. You're kind of stuck unless you can transfer with that company or find similar work, and or, you know you're kind of a slave to that, um, that whole process. But one thing that the pandemic brought us was working from home. A lot of people nowadays can just work from home forever. My wife is one of them. Uh, she's been out of the office now for almost two full years, and they will not be going back. We could literally pick up and leave, and pretty much go anywhere we want and she could maintain her job. We are seeing that a lot in our area here of Orange County. We're getting a lot of people that come from the Bay Area, um, the Pacific Northwest, being able to just come down here to Orange County or from back East, they want better weather, uh, maybe a little bit more favorable uh, affordability, if you can believe that. Uh, we're not the most expensive place to live. We are expensive, but not the most expensive. So, we're, we're seeing that quite a bit, or they can just get more value, more bang for their buck here than they could where they're coming from. But let's get into it because this article is titled, Buyers Say These Are the Most Important Factors When Deciding Where to Move. So remember, you can likely pick up and move just about anywhere if you're working from home. But here are the things that you're going to ask yourself uh, or you're going to look for in the air where you're going before you get there that, that are very, 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 very important. So if you haven't tuned in before, when I do these article breakdowns, here's the format. I'm going to read through the article out loud with you. And along the way, when I see something that strikes a chord with me, or maybe I have a question about, or I want to elaborate, I'm going to give my own two cents. Okay. Let's go. So buyers say these are the most important factors when deciding where to move. And this does come from Yahoo finance. Relocating can be a, a major life change and choosing where to move can be a stressful situation. 100% moving at all is a stressful situation. 
there are a number of factors that come into play that go beyond affordability. After all, where you live can greatly affect your overall quality of life. To find out the location factors that matter most to home buyers, GO go banking rates, so GO banking rates spoke to real estate professionals from across the country about what their clients are typically looking for and asking for. Here's what buyers want when deciding to move. First and foremost, safety. Neighborhood safety is a top priority, especially for buyers with young children. Safety should always be a crucial priority when searching for a property for you and your family's comfortability levels. To better understand your potential new neighborhood, I recommend spending time there. Whether taking a quick stroll or visiting a local eatery, you could always rely on researching crime rates in the area, or more importantly, a quick search on the Megan's Law database will help put your mind at ease as well. Those are all very valid and very good suggestions, and I recommend that as well. On top of spending time in your neighborhood, I always recommend coming a few times to the neighborhood, not just once and not just, and if you're going to come multiple times, not like every day, like every Saturday afternoon at three type of thing. Come early on a morning when there's school or work. Come in the evening when there's school or work, on, so on a weekday, and then come on the weekends. Check it out at 11 a.m. on a Saturday. Are there a bunch of kids out playing? Is there a lot of traffic driving by? Do they have a lot of neighborhood block parties, or is there a uh, lot of stuff going on at the park? Do they bring in tournaments and different things that might cause congestion? Just These are all the things that you can't figure out just by coming once or coming multiple times on the same day and time, so break it up a little bit. Number two, proximity to work. If you do have to move with your job, for those who are back to working in an office or another on-location job, living close to where you work is also a top factor. Nobody wants to be stuck in heavy traffic. That is for sure. Hours on end every day. Many clients choose to map the distance before they tour the house or look on the app Waze or Google Maps or whatever Apple Maps, whatever you're doing, for different commuting data. Some even grab a coffee and practice the drive at appropriate times to assess the commute. There you go. You come out on a Monday morning and check out the home at the time when you would be leaving and drive to work. Get the full measure. Your living space should be a small getaway from the stresses of your office, not add to it as you drive. If you do not have a personal vehicle, public transportation should be taken into consideration. Is there a stop nearby? Or are there multiple stops to get you where you need to need to go? If you're living in a, in a densely populated city, that is definitely a big consideration. Um, if you're very if you're urban, to figure out can you bike to work, can you take the bus to work, can you Uber to work, can you Lyft to work, can you taxi to work, whatever it is you're going to do, ride share of some sort, figure it out. Three, a not too busy area. While clients may want to cut down on their commute time, they don't want to. Just a quick break to say thank you again for tuning in and listening on a regular basis. I truly appreciate everything I get from my listeners and viewers. Just a reminder, too, to send all of your questions to realestate101 at ronevansrealty.com or 949-929-2270. If you'd like to speak about being a sponsor, email me or text me as well on that. Now back to the show. Here, a busy road. Buyers want reasonable access to a main road with light traffic surrounding them. 
Not only does a busy street cause hassle getting in and out of your home, but it can also be an added risk to your well-being with the onset of toxic vehicle fumes. Here's a personal story of mine. When I first came to Southern California, growing up in Arizona, I moved to San Diego and everyone I was going to be working with suggested I live down in um, an area called Pacific Beach. Now, if you're familiar with Pacific Beach, great. If you're not, this is what it's going to be like. You get down in there and there's like one road in and one road out of Pacific Beach. I didn't quite realize that when I moved there. I was young. I was in my 20s. And, uh, and I wasn't working. You know, I had a little bit of a drive to get to my office at the time. And I quickly realized that it was not, it was beautiful area, beautiful that I could get out and walk around when I wanted to, when I had my free time, but commuting to work sucked. You literally had to get on that road and it was maybe a mile to get to the freeway, but it might take you 20 minutes, 25 minutes to go that mile because everybody was leaving at the exact same time out of Pacific beach to get to the freeway, to get to work. It was awful. It was worse than waiting on the freeway. So that's what we're coming from here. Nobody wants to have to like wait for that. You don't want to be, you don't want to live somewhere that you think is a beautiful home and a great neighborhood only to be so stressed coming and going to work. It just, you'll end up hating your home and hating your neighborhood in the long run. Being near a busy road is also a turnoff due to noise levels. Said, I've had buyers love the house, but not put in an offer due to a loud road noise if a home is located within earshot of a major highway or road. That is a big, big, big factor, especially if you have family, if you have kids. It's not only the noise part of it, but there's like the safety part of it as well. Um, but, and sometimes you can live even here uh, in Orange County, you can live in what you would think is a quiet neighborhood um, or even a gated area. And you don't realize that it's, the neighborhood is still so big that it's got a pretty busy street that goes through and people whiz back and forth thinking that they're Mario Andretti and the Indy 500 and they make a lot of noise with their cars and their motorcycles. So, you know, you just, you, it takes a little extra research to find uh, a good, quiet neighborhood that's away from traffic, but it's well, well, well worth it if you can. Let's see. Number four, community amenities. Oh, this is a big one, especially if you're, if you're in a family. Uh, Christofferson said that community amenities have become more important to buyers in recent years. And this is true. We've got, especially in our area, we have so many newer areas and areas built in the last 20 years or so that are all master plan communities with a lot of walkability and schools and shopping and, and parks and entertainment, all close knit. With many parents working from home, recreational areas and nearby parks are more desirable to maximize their time off the clock. Proximity to a grocery store is often of utmost importance as well. A lot of buyers rule out a house if there is no grocery store within a driving distance of 10 to 15 minutes. I know that I would hate it areas with plentiful shopping and entertainment options. Department stores, restaurants, and entertainment centers are the top amenities that people will look for when purchasing a home. Older buyers tend to have their own set of amenities that they prioritize. Middle-aged to older home buyers seeking, seek things such as hospitals, care facilities, golf courses, philanthropic organizations, and shops that cater to their needs as active older adults with money to spend. Here in my area, we have some specific, uh, like, I don't want to call them retirement neighborhoods. That's what they were known as when I was growing up. But they're, they're senior communities. They're 55 and older age-related communities. And they have gotten really, really, really fine-tuned with keeping them active 
offering them all kinds of things and really just kind of make it to where you don't feel shut in. You don't feel like the neighbors don't want to get out and walk around uh, and get to know each other. Uh, you know, everyone owns a golf cart and gets out and drives around and they have like little block parties themselves and they're out golfing or they go to the clubhouses and they play games and they do all kinds of stuff. They go shopping together. It, it, it's, it's becoming very, very, very big uh, in my area. And I would imagine it's big across the country to, to really start having neighborhoods like this. Low local taxes. And this is huge. Although some priorities have shifted due to the pandemic and its effect on how and where we work, taxes have remained top of mind for buyers considering relocation. Today's home buyer continues to value areas with low tax burdens. One of the first questions I always get as a buyer's agent is if there is a Melrose tax. That's a special tax here uh, local to California. It's something that passed back in the late 80s. Uh, just a quick history. Uh, the, the gentleman that, that created the, the, the thing was Mr. Mello and Mr. Ruse, and it's the Mello Ruse tax. And basically, it's a way for developers to go in and develop an area and not have to worry about getting paid back for developing the infrastructure, the roads, the sidewalks, and things of that nature. It all come, They get paid back through a bond called a Mello Ruse tax. Now, typically, these bonds are... 20 to 30 years, maybe a little less, maybe a little longer, or they can get renewed and there's a little interest on them. But that's that stays with the home, not the homeowner. So when you buy and sell the property, the new homeowner takes over that encumbrance of the Melrose tax until it expires or the bond is lifted. So buyers are sensitive to that here, especially in California, um, because it adds it it adds to your, your property taxes. So in Orange County, and in most of California, we're at a 1% base tax. And then you start adding on like any special assessments and Melrose, you might be at, uh, in my area, we're like, I think we're 1.25%. But there are other areas here in Southern California and Orange County where you're upwards of 1.8, 2%, all because of these Melrose taxes and different bonds um, for building out brand new communities. Agents need to be aware of anything that can increase a client's overall mortgage payment. All right, next great public schools or just schools in general. The local school system can be a make or break factor for home buyers. This is huge. Home buyers will always be very aware of what school system they land in. I've seen home buyers move 40 minutes from their current workplace just to make sure their kids attend a specific school district. It's important for agents to become experts in their area and know what homes belong to specific school districts. I always guide my clients to greatschools.org. They give fantastic ratings and have fantastic uh, access to parent reviews, real life reviews of each school, each district. And you can plug in an address of where you're going to be moving to and see all the schools that are the assigned school, as well as maybe any switch schools if your area has the ability to, to switch out, stay in the same district, but maybe choice to a different school. Like we have, we have that ability here in California to do that kind of thing. I, I don't know if every, everywhere else does, but regardless, you can use greatschools.org. It's a great database to get uh, information on schools. I do always recommend clicking further in. Don't just look at the uh, top level score of a school. If you have some concerns or you think something might be a little off uh, based on what you're seeing versus what you know the area to be or what the school to be or what people are telling you, click on the score and you'll get a detailed breakdown of how they how they arrived at that score. 
and you'll see what I mean when you get in there. So greatschools.org, schools in general are a huge, huge, huge factor. Sometimes schools are even a factor for people that don't have kids because they know that schools are a factor uh, for other buyers that might want to come buy their home when they're ready to move. Think about that. Proximity to family and friends. This is uh, becoming a big thing. The whole work at home, you know, you can choose now to go move and live near family, but keep your job that was in another state or another city. So proximity to family and friends is a top reason that people give for relocating. This is an especially large factor for older buyers. A National Association of Realtors survey shows that the average age of buyers who have previously owned a home is at an all-time high of 56. More and more parents and grandparents are moving to be near their offspring. And this is true. They're letting the kids go, leave the nest, go create their lives, and then they try to figure out where they're going to live and they want to get closer to their family for whatever reason later in life. This is what we're seeing. We're not seeing the kids come home as much as we did. It's more of the parents now are going to retire and go be where their kids are. Last little subject here, a low cost of living. This is massive right now, especially in our society today. Cost of living can be a major factor for buyers looking to relocate. We see many homeowners that want to move to like places like Oklahoma from out of state due to, to their low cost of living. A lot of other factors in that other than just the low cost of living. Uh, putting a price on the value of the property that you're purchasing and maybe having to resell. There's a, there's a price on your, not just the low cost of living, but the quality of living, quality of life. You have to weigh out all of that. Okay. You have to weigh out all of that. These are just the reasons that I've given you now that they are saying that buyers are looking for to move or when they move, what they're looking for most. So I hope this helped you. If you think you have a reason for moving that I didn't talk about here, or you want some additional information on any of these things or my area here in Southern California or anywhere in California, please hit me up. You can leave a comment uh, or a question in the comment section here on YouTube or on any of the podcasts that you might hear this. You can send me an email direct. It's real simple. It's just realestate101 at ronevansrealty.com. Or you can send me a text message at 949-929-2270. I hope this has helped you. I hope this has maybe answered some questions or enlightened you in a little bit. And I will see you again soon. Thank you. Folks, I appreciate your continued support. If you haven't already done so, please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Leave your comments and questions below and I'll get back to you when I can. Have a great day. See you soon.